0: All right, the audible hits the road. We're in Tampa Bay. Hey, we, the Bay Area. We get here. per diem for
1: this boat. I, I think we do get per I, I, diem. I, I, That's I, I, the only thing I'm very yeah. focused, right? I think now. so.
0: I, I, you know I, I I ran up a I ran up a $70 lunch bill. I'm just gonna feed that to, to Jeff Griffith and let him take care <laughs> of it. I you know. And
1: Jeff's been walking around with a bad mood yeah, today. I figured yeah. he ran into you with and that. And I figured dinner tonight.
0: I figured dinner tonight for me alone is gonna run about a buck fifty. So I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be in for two and a quarter by tomorrow morning. One day we'll one, one, one down. One, one day in and out, baby. You know, I don't get many days where I can put my meals on the Dolphins tab so, <laughs> so I got to take advantage of it. John Kajemi, Kimbo Camber, we are in Tampa where the Dolphins are going through two days of practices with the Tampa Bay Bucks before Friday's uh, second preseason game. I actually thought the game was Thursday all week and then all of a sudden I looked up and go, oh we're gonna be we there until Friday, I Got an extra day on here. So, uh, but John this is, you know, to me it's, it's certainly about the game but, but I think the real value uh, to coming up are, are the two practices. You get a chance to, you know, guys have been Working against each other now, they kind of know everyone's tendencies. and kind of know where they're setting up a route and this and that. Or if you're a defensive lineman, you know you kind of know where that tackle is going to set. Now all of a sudden, you get to go get two days uh, going against uh, another team that you're, you're not that familiar with, uh, and, and I think it gives you a better picture, a little more intensity, a little bit of pushing and shoving. No, nothing that nothing on day one that uh, that erupted. You know, I thought a couple times maybe they were going to kind of get going, but but nothing. And I think it was a pretty good day's. Pretty good day's worth of work for the Dolphins.
1: I thought so too, Bo. And and like you said, it's invaluable to go against different body types, to go against different guys with different gears at wide receiver, at running back, or different pass sets. And and for the defensive lineman to go after different guys that you haven't seen before, I think it bodes well for both teams. And I thought the practice was very fluid. I thought it was very clean. I thought it was crisp. I think both teams are going to be benefiting from the workouts, uh, you know, for the two days of practice leading up to the preseason game, it just—it just—I think it excites both yeah. teams because you know there's not many chances you can go for dress rehearsal in a practice setting and then go into a game. And this is going to be good practice work for both teams.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, just to get into the practice, uh, <clears throat> must have been first or second snap of the day. Kenya Drake uh, hobbles off the field. It looks like it was kind of a foot injury, maybe an ankle injury. Not sure. No, not sure what the effect of is it. Right now, I didn't see him back on the field, but the the, the flip side it was nice to see Albert Wilson back there. He was through, nice to see going Albert. through the practice, uh, doing more things out there. It means he's getting closer and closer to being uh, 100% as you want him to be. Uh, come the Baltimore Ravens when they come to town September 8th. Uh, but it was nice to see him out there running, getting loose and doing some things, and that was certainly a, a really nice thing to see.
1: Well, anytime you see 15 out there, the only thing that could be better is if you see 19 right. join them pretty soon in Jakeem Grant. But, uh, you know, Albert was in full pads, running routes. Uh, it looked like guys on the outside kind of, you know, the, you, you lead by example, and especially if you haven't been out there in a while, you yep. want to be uh, you want to be able to go and get your work in because I think it's important coming off of an injury for both of those guys, you yep. can throw Jakeem in there as well to go back out on the practice field, do things, and test yourself, test your limits, mm-hmm. see where you're at physically. Because once September hits and it and it, you start counting them for real. You want to be as close, or if not at 100 percent, when you're going against the Baltimore yep. Ravens. So this was another test, I think, for for you know Albert to go out there and, and see where he's at, and he looked pretty. Looked pretty good, looked coming good. in looked and out of around, smooth, yeah. catching the ball. Yep. You know, Then he turned it on down the sideline, yep. just you know, mimicking a, a big play or an explosive play. So I like what I saw.
0: You know, it's, it's tough when you're coming back from an injury like that. And, I, and I'm going kind of reference Jakeem a little bit because, you know, Jakeem was out there early in the, the training camp, looked like he was going to go. And, and then he had a little setback, maybe a little twinge, a little this and that, coming out of that, you know, that Achilles injury scare. scare. And, and I think it kind of – I think it caught – caught everyone by surprise and said, hey, let's let's kind of set him back a little bit. Let's give him some time, because we need him to be ready in September. We, we don't need him right. in these, the, early in training camp. And, and so I think that's a lesson learned. And, and I'm sure they're gonna keep a close eye on Albert Wilson going forward. So if there are any minor setback, but you know, minor setback's all right, because the guy gets a little rest, kind of goes back in that rehab mode gets himself stronger then comes back and had that all that extra time to heal up is important and I think that's going to be good for uh, for Jakeem. And, and Albert I think is they're going to keep a close eye on the event that you know he kind of got has a little you know a little hiccup and then hey let's let's pull you back a little bit and then we'll accelerate a little further but it's just you know it's it's one of the things that you have to go through both as a team and a player as you try to manage coming back to from injuries that that really cost you a a big part of last season. Well, and
1: I think that that bodes well too when you talked about the running back situation and Kenyon going out yep. for a couple of plays, you know, only a couple of plays into practice, he comes out. I think that shifts the workload now. If, you know, if it might not be serious, but it might be serious enough well, to I mean, keep him out of a couple of days of practice, which might not lend him to play on Friday yep. night, which would allow ballage to get maybe the lion's share of the work and now you get to see maybe a little bit more of mark walton Mm -hmm. a little bit more of miles gaskin maybe some more you know kenneth farrell you know you get it opens the door up for these coaches to get to see guys maybe on a sudden change type of deal in the regular season you want to test that naturally in the preseason so you know that might you know hopefully that kenyon's injury or tweak is just that just a tweak and maybe it's a day, maybe he's right back out there, you know, in practice yep. and doesn't miss a beat. But if it does happen, it lends you to see other guys, how much workload yep. can we give them and how do they do with that workload?
0: Yeah, the, other, the other thing I always wonder in those situations, especially when you've got people that you know are important to your to your lineup. You, and You talk about Jakeem, you talk about Albert, you talk about Kenyon. You know, sometimes, you know, you put a guy out there and all of a sudden he tweaks it and you go, hey, you know what, let's kind of put him on the shelf we don't need to. We know yeah, what he can do. Let's just done. get his work. Let's get him in there, and and you know that. You know, I think Kenyon is in in a battle in that running back spot with Kalen Balaz. And so I know Kenyon would like to get back out there again. We don't know the severity of that injury right now, but I'm sure if it's nothing really big, I'm sure Kenyon He'll will want to get back. But the there. team, you know, but the team may go. Hey, let's you know, let's, you know, let's let's temper this a little bit. So you know, both sides really have to be smart at this time. Of the preseason, look—they've been out there for two. Going in their third week, you know, guys are getting a little tired. You get a little spent. You kind of overexert a little bit, and, and so this is where it comes to trainers, team doctors, and coaching staff to monitor these kind of players that have little nicks, have a little injuries, and and you know, and, and pace them uh, so you get them ready for the season. One guy's not pacing himself though. Josh Rosen, uh, Josh came out again and did some good thing. You know, you know, Josh is—it's funny because Josh is a guy you can watch, and and, and maybe in the beginning go, geez. That, and I don't know; he doesn't look awesome. And all of a sudden, he starts moving the ball down right. the field. We saw him hit Devontae Parker on a on a nice little takeoff right down, route down there, and uh, you know, and, and do some other good things on the field. But there's a, still a couple things, couple hiccups in there. And, and coach, you know, we talked about it a couple weeks ago, John, and and now Coach Flores is talking about it. he wants to see his body language a little bit. And something that really struck me early on when I watched him play that, you know, I'm used to seeing guys that, you know, quarterbacks, John, that walk into that huddle. Like they own that huddle, and, and you know, and it's anybody's talking. Shut your ass up. I'm in charge here, and, and and you kind of tend to see him kind of slink into the huddle a little bit more. And, and, and Coach Flo's talked to him about it, and so we'll it's something to keep an eye on with him. But but the one thing I think we do see is that the, the more he plays, and he and he spent a good amount of time with the ones. that, more work. When, when they went to the full team, you know, it was it was Fitzpatrick with the right. starters. And Rosen with the backups, but through a lot of those individual seven teams seven. stuff, seven on sevens and stuff. Josh got a lot of a lot of play with those uh, those starters, so at least you can see they're they're starting to. To, to, to mix them in, mix them both in and see what they can do with
1: that first group. Well, they're starting to put more on his plate to see yeah. how he handles it, and half of that battle is to see how he handles some of the things when they don't go well, yep. and I think that was a couple of examples through you know Tuesday's practice when things didn't go well. I think Coach Flores wanted to nip that in the bud and say, listen, good, bad, or indifferent, you still have to be the leader of this team. You still yeah. have to be the leader of this offense. You know, let flush those things out, out of the way, get him out. If, if they are yep. bad things that happen, move on to the next play. And I think he wants that to filter down to every position. If you whiff yep. as an offensive guard, if you drop a pass, if you bust busted coverage, if you miss on a blitz or you don't tackle and wrap up in the open field, get it past you, yep. move on to the next play. Don't let it beat you twice. And I think that's the most important thing at quarterback for Josh Rosen is to, to start repeating those solid plays and flush yep. the stuff, get it behind him, when, when he does make so, so, a mistake, and sometimes
0: John, it's easier said than done. You oh, know, it is! I, I, it know, pisses I was you off. All, I was always kind of a guy that was extremely critical of myself, and, and so when I made a mistake, I, I, you know, I beat myself up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and I think at times I kind of, I kind of maybe stepped back a little bit, you know, and, 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 and you know, and, and, and kind of felt sorry for myself right. a little bit. And, and you know, it's I, had, human I, nature. I had to, I had to teach myself. No, no, no. Let's move on. And then, and, and, you, know, and then you watch, you watch the other extremes. And two of the biggest examples of the other the other extremes both come in the quarterback position to me, Danny Marino and Andrew Luck. You know, I remember watching Andrew Luck. He's last year with Stanford, had no wide receivers. Every all the receivers, the wide receivers they had got hurt, and he's playing with a bunch of tight ends, good tight ends. But he's basically playing an offensive with a running back and and a, and, and a couple few tight ends moving the ball down the field. And 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 I and I saw him a couple times force it, throw a pick six, throw an interception at a critical part in the field. And instead of slinking off, he ran over to the field sideline. And he's and he's goes. Don't we, we're going to get the ball back and we're going to stick it right down their right, throats. Right. You know, there's that guy. That's the guy you want. And Danny was the. I mean, Danny was the best. You know, he may throw a pick six. You know, and Danny wasn't going to chase anyone too far. Well, he you know, was he gonna run give, to the
1: sidelines. He, he knew the kickoff was coming back pretty He was going to give minimum
0: effort just to, <laughs> to to make the effort. But 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 then when he went over to sideline and, and he was a little bit, I would expect he was a little more colorful with his verbiage. Right. But hey, we get the ball back. We're going to. Stick it up there, right. you know what, and take it out. You know, and and, and those are the guys that, that really lift up a team. And I think they they I think they see Josh making that move. And you look, you you've got a guy in Fitzpatrick has been there, done that. He he's got he's got his belief in himself. But I think with this young quarterback, I think in and what he's been through in uh, in, Arizona. in Arizona is I think they're trying to get him to believe in himself more and put the mistakes behind him quickly. And and don't and don't carry it into the huddle where you got ten other guys in looking there at looking you. at you, yeah. going, "Hey, our leader, not feeling very good. I'm not feeling very good if he's not feeling very right. good." And and that's you know you've been a you've been a quarterback your whole life. That that's you know that, that's something that you've got to think about and something that has to be a part of your preparation
1: and execution. It has to be part of your DNA. Make yep. no mistake about it. You have to have that gene where you. all eyes are on you at all times and you have to have supreme confidence in what you're doing. No matter if things are going good, it's easy when things are yep. going good, but when things are going poorly, you still have to be able to have that presence about you, to have that calming effect so other guys can feel like, hey, all we need to do is do our part because we know our guy yep. has got us. And I think you know, f- for the coaching staff, they have to know everything about josh rosen because this is not just a one-week plan you know, this is a long this is well, a, this is this is looking into the future for the miami dolphins yeah. because you know 15 years as an nfl quarterback ryan fitzpatrick is not going to be your answer for four years yeah. or four three years down the road they have a young guy at 22 years old they have to find out if he's Gonna be the yep. guy or not? So as soon as you can find out bits and pieces and tweak what you don't like and build upon what you do like yep. to give him a chance to be that yep. guy. They this staff has to find out what makes yep. him tick and how can we make him better.
0: You know, you look at quarterbacks in this league, John, and you know they're, they're still that number that floats around. Oh, you know, the average average career span in the NFL is three and a three half, three and a half years, whatever it is. I think that's skewed by a lot of a lot of things. But but when you look at the quarterback position and quarterbacks that become Franchise quarterbacks, and I'll throw in I'll throw in uh, Ryan Ryan Fitzpatrick because you know he's been in the league for 15 years. He's been a journeyman, but good enough to be around for 15 years. Then you go to the franchise guys. You know, Danny played 17 years. Uh, you look at look uh, at the guys that are in at, the league with Brady and uh, Rob Brady's and his Rivers. 20-something. Years. Yeah, those, you know, yeah, if, those if you're guys. that guy, you're going to be there for 15 to 17 years. So the office don't even, not, not only need to try to get Rose in prepared for now to be that guy now you know if he turns out to be you know and, and again there's a long way to go in this race but if somehow he turns out to be that franchise guy you're not talking about just getting him ready for this year you're talking about getting ready for year 10 12 14 you know and, and taking this team and putting them on his shoulders and, and you can't put a guy on his shoulders if they're slumped down and got you sliding off the
1: back well i think that's why this this staff is preparing every day to give him the ability to be that guy you know they're they're preparing him with the corrections with with the pat on the back with with every little thing you can be to be the best quarterback you can be because you either have it at that position or you don't and if you think the guy's got a chance to have it you're trying to direct him any way possible and i think that's what coach flores was doing during the tuesday portion of practice pull him aside say hey this is what we like this is what can happen for you to be the guy, you gotta you gotta be better at this, this, and this, yep. and this is what we want. This is what we want out of you. this here's our expectations yep. of being a leader, being a court, the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins.
0: Yeah, you know, the other thing that, that goes along with that, and and, and and to me, it's you know when when we started, John, I think I think we were both pretty pretty clear on it, and I I know I was pretty clear that to me, priority one was find that quarterback. You know, get that guy. Is it him or is it not him? So you know what to do next year. <clears throat> but and and then everything else kind of fell behind it. Now I'm in a position where you know what the biggest concern to me is that offensive line. Yes, and allowing those guys to go through what they need to do at the quarterback spot to try to earn that job because uh, it's it's not a pretty sight that offensive line. I mean, look, you got two young guys in there. Uh, Dieter looks like he's going to be the guy that they're going to they're going to they're going to run him out there every day. They're going to give him as many snaps. They're going to talk to him as much as they can, and and he's going to be one of your starting guys unless he just completely falls apart. Now he's had his struggles, but you know he, he's he's getting used to. He's getting used to life in the NFL and different things. You know, he's kind of leans a little bit at times, you know, kind of bends at the waist a little at times instead of bending the knees and, and gets beat. But, you know, I, I think he's a guy that's got enough pedigree that he'll catch up. On the other side, Shaq Calhoun was in for a while. He's been out. Uh, you're moving people around. Uh, Jesse Davis is kind of getting kicked out outside and maybe coming back inside. That, that, that group. Uh, and, and, and believe me, I'm, I'm watching every day. And Goog's out there, and and and, and he's, i he's spilling his guts out there. I mean, he's doing, he's doing everything he can to get these guys straight. You know, I heard him I, from the other field. I, I, today. I know, I heard him from the other field. Look, he put, he's he's sending guys in timeout. <laughs> You're not doing something. He put will Go over there. Yeah. You know, just go stand over there. Yeah. And I'll call you when we're ready. i will put him in timeout for a while. So, you know, he's doing everything he can, but it's going to take a while. And fortunately, we got another almost. Well, two and a half weeks, almost three weeks before you know, it really gets to a critical point. But boy, every moment that he spends with that group is valuable to get them where they need to be, because they're certainly nowhere close right now.
1: Well, right now you're glad that the games don't count for real because these guys are on a, on a huge learning curve yep. when you talk about Michael Dieter and Shaq Calhoun. No, no matter how much college football these guys have played, it's just different strength, yep. it's different speed, it's different hand placement, it's different angles, uh, it's different quickness off the ball. There, there's so many things that go into playing in the interior, let alone on the edge when Jesse Davis is kicking outside yeah. thinking he's going to be the right guard for the, for the yep. 2019 season. So I, I think that whole offensive line is in flux. Now, are they under control? Yeah, they're under control. They've got a plan. Now, how well can they execute it? How well can they go from watching that Atlanta tape, which was very poor yep. in, in the beginning of that game, first two and a half, quarter and a half yep. to two quarters were poor. They got better as it went along. But can they start by making those improvements, by by correcting some of those mistakes yep. that were made early in that game, so you don't re- repeatedly make the same mistake yep. in, in terms of getting just flat out beat, whiff, you know, yep. whiff. You, you can't whiff in the National yep. Football League. You're going to get, you know, your Someone second hurt. team yep. quarterback in there right away. Yep. So you have to be able to protect number one, and you have to be able to move the line of scrimmage a little bit better, I think, in yep. the run game. You know, a couple of those. Uh, off-schedule runs in the first quarter against the Falcons. That was Kenyon Drake yep. vision. You know, that was Balazs getting to the outside mm-hmm. right away uh, down on the goal line. I thought we did a pretty good job. But I, I just think this group needs to play together for maybe two and a half quarters again Yeah, this game. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they play through uh, halftime yeah, I'm with you on and, that. and going into the third quarter.
0: You know, if you know these guys are your guys and, and you know that you've got that much time to, to make and 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 you kind of do a disservice to the guys that are back there in the, you know, in the, in the Netherlands, in, 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 in that, that third group, yeah. that fourth group, the, those guys that are just hoping to, to catch on and, and making the fifty-three man roster. You know, it, it, you may at some point, and at some point maybe soon, where you just say, you know what, sorry guys, we got to go with these guys, and we got to get these guys ready, and if that means play them. Four quarters in every one of these preseason games, then damn it, that's that's what we're going to have to do. And and, and again, it, it takes away from these other guys' opportunity. But you know, if that's what you got to do to get ready for the opener, then then, then you've got to do that. So certainly, that's a, that's a priority. And, and I'm not I'm not talking out of school. Everybody looks out and sees it. I mean, everybody's seen the, those the, the issues they've had, so it's nothing nothing new to anybody else. Um, the other the other thing to look at, we have got a couple things, and I want to kind of get back to Rose and John. When, when mm-hmm. you when when you look at him. And, and now you've had a chance to watch him for going on three weeks yeah. now, and you've seen the good and bad. What, 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 what is it that you, that you like about him, uh, and, and what do you think it is? Is there is the that X factor that he needs to find his way a little more uh, beyond what we talked about earlier?
1: Well, number one, I, I love his arm strength. Yeah. I, I love when the when he finally cuts it loose. That ball's humming. You know, to, mm-hmm. today at practice, for instance, he threw a couple one-on-one routes that the ball just exploded out of his hand and yeah. he carried it over a little bit to seven on seven then he threw a deep ball to Devonte down the field you know there's a lot of good things i think his mobility is a lot better in-game mobility mm-hmm. you know within the pocket escaping to be able to find guys down the field that was a lot better than what i thought he could do you know i saw glimpses of that at, in arizona yeah. when we were putting pieces together for an all 22 piece yeah. that we did on him but i like i like those two things i love the the ball speed coming out of his hand when he finally cuts it loose and i like his mobility the thing i would like to see him His anticipation, I just Mm -hmm. think it has to be just a touch quicker that's going to, you know, maybe that's when he feels a little bit more solid in the pocket.
0: John, is it anticipation or hesitation?
1: I don't don't know. Yeah, it's a fine line. I'm not sure, you know, because I'm not sure, you know, learning the offense and being able to go through, you know, sometimes when he cuts it loose, you go, wow. There it is. Yep. And then sometimes holding on to the ball. Now, that's a two-way street. Guy might not be open, yep. might not be ready to catch the football, has to hold it for a count. Maybe his eyes have to get off quicker mm-hmm. to, to check it down. And that's another thing. When there's a negative play, don't make it disastrous yes. in terms of, you know, take a sack or throw it away instead of maybe just throwing yep. it up. So, you know, those are things that, that are learned traits as you move along and as you get more custom in the offense and where you want to go with the football but the couple things I do really like about Josh strong arm velocity is yeah. there and that the foot speed the mobility within and escaping has been better
0: yeah it, it, the only thing you talk about the negative it, 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 you talk about it and you know I know you kinda of look at that first pass he threw that first in the first quarter where he's almost down on his knees the throws just a just a duck sitting up there waiting to be picked off unfortunately Preston Wilson makes right. the catch on it and everyone goes oh you completed the pass and I mean, it didn't take long after the game for Flores to go, oh, no, 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 no. So I, I think there's a little bit of that, still a little bit of that panic in there, you know, where something's not there and, and all of a sudden you're getting pressured and, oh, you know, you panic, you panic, you, you, make panic, a you play. panic, you want to make a play. And, 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 and you know that nine times out of ten, going uh, that, turns in, that turns into a bad situation. But uh, we'll fall on that. The one thing he doesn't have a problem with is, you know, he's talking today a little bit about throwing the receivers out there. He talked mm-hmm. about Devontae Parker, who had another good day. So yeah, Devontae's kind of going through this training camp. Devontae's been... A pleasant surprise throughout this training I'm plan. glad he's and it's, he's qu- done it's done quiet.
1: Of, it's yep, but it's been consistent. Yeah,
0: and you know and He's been on the field every day, fighting through things and this, and that. So you know, we, we hope that that this is and look, you can't tell me it doesn't help Devontae when you've got number 82 on the other side coming in and and, and, and showing what he can. Do. Now the the other the other thought is well, if you can get both of those guys, Preston Williams and Devontae Parker, on the field at the same time, well, you got two big physical targets. receivers out there that can get open and you're know, watching you know watching one-on-ones with uh, Preston Williams we'll talk about him a little bit more Boy, I tell you what you you talk about a guy that's come out of college uh, in his first training camp he, he is meticulous in route running and he's he done some you know he made a nice inside relief release off the line of scrimmage made a little made a little hesitation move that just threw the guy made an outcut and was standing all alone and in the cornerbacks in there going, Where'd he go? Yeah. Where'd he go? You I know? was
1: standing next to Nat Moore uh, during most of the practice, and and that kind of, you know, how he kind of hit you on yep. He said, That's a route runner. He was yep. talking about how Paul Warfield used to tell him yep. how to set up, you know, routes and, and stemming off the line of scrimmage and getting guys moving laterally instead mm-hmm. of just backpedaling. You know, Preston Williams did a really good job of that today, did a great job in the yep. game with the four catches, almost 100 yards. And, and I thought. Isaiah Ford did a pretty good yeah. job of that, too, today, uh, as well, you know, setting up wide, setting up defensive backs yeah. as a wide receiver. So there's a lot of good things going on with the wide receiver yeah. group, but I, I agree with you. The two guys at the top of the list right now are 11 and 82 on the yeah. outside. And, and,
0: you know, you just watched Preston Williams, and, and, you know, we're going to talk to him here a little bit in the program, John, but... Well, here's a guy that, you know, he undrafted free agent, and we know he's had some issues in the past, and he's passed them. You know, I've talked to him now two or three times, and, you know, I, I hear I, I talk to a sincere guy. I talk to a guy that wants to get better. I talk to a guy that, that, that knows what he has to do. I talk to a guy that doesn't sit there and lament what his problems were or that didn't get him drafted. He knows he's got an opportunity here, and he's just going out to, to get better. And, you know, I don't. you don't see too many rookies that come in that are as comfortable at their position – Uh, And and ready to make an immediate impact as he has since the day one that he walked onto
1: the Phil's facility in Davie. You know what, Bo, it doesn't look like the spotlight's too bright for him. And he looks comfortable with what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Now, has he made mistakes? I'm sure. Is it all perfect? No. But when you watch a guy that consistently comes out and catches the football, I haven't seen too many drops out of him as a rookie and he consistently finds ways to get open, creates separation for the quarterbacks, no matter who's throwing to him. Yeah. you know, It could be Jake You know, with the twos and threes throwing the football down the field to him. This this is a guy that creates separation. He gives you a place to throw the football and you feel confident no matter if it's close, he's yeah. gonna come down with yeah. it. And, and that's been impressive. And it looks like he's got a smile on his face all the time. Yeah. you know, be, I would too, if I played the way and practiced the way he has, He has to have some sense of confidence now. Does he have to keep continuing to stack day after day after day? Yes, but he looks very confident at his ability and what he's putting on tape.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, well, you just you know you you keep you keep waiting to see a stumble there. You know, not not that that's what you want to see, but you you it's just it's it's inevitable. It's inevitable that a rookie's going to come out and just go. Oh, okay. Well, you know, there's a there's a there's a a two step back right there. Now you got to kind of climb your way back. We certainly haven't seen it with him. And, And you know, after watching him. Watching the way about it goes goes about his business, and and, and talking to him, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. He's you know he's you know we talk about being confident in the quarterback position. If if you know if quarterbacks are the most confident guys in the football team, those wide receivers are, aren't very far from that. <laughs> some some of them may be self proclaimed yeah. and, and not 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 deserved. But in their minds, you know, and
1: they're going to let you know
0: about it. You know, right? They're going to let you know about it. If you if you don't think so, just look just up. Just ask and, him. Just ask Antonio Brown. Ask the Oakland Raiders right now. That's right. Or it's like having a DV receiver on their team because they Man. certainly have one up there now. But uh, it's good stuff to see. And 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 the one thing I like about about Preston, you know, having talked to him after the game on uh, last Thursday night, and, and talked to him uh, when we, you know, talked to him during the course of the week, is that you know. He, 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 he always just talks about getting better, doing the right thing, being in the right place, listening to his coaches, doing all these types of things, all the things that, that makes a guy not only a good player but a guy that coaches lean on
1: and, and respect. You know what, I, I just think the way he's playing it puts, it puts a good pressure on the rest of it that is. group yep. because you've got a rookie that's elevating his game, and it, it's hard to hide. You know, yep. it's right out in front of you. You can see it every time he, the ball comes his way, and you want other guys to kind of emulate that to lift the rest of the group up, and I think that's helped guys like Hearns. I think it's helped yep. like Devontae on the outside. I think it's helped Kenny Stills because this guy's going out his craft and he's making it look easy, but he's working at it too. Yep. And you know, he's not line. You don't have a lot of lineup uh, issues where he's on one side yep. of the, uh, the uh, formation and he has to run back after breaking the huddle. You know, you're not waiting on a yeah, rookie. Well,
0: well, you know, his football IQ. I mean, you can it's see his high. football IQ when he when he goes about running his routes and, and, and all the things that he does. It's it's pretty clear to see. Right. We had a chance to pick up, catch up with him. So let's hear what, uh, let's hear what Preston had to say. All right, with Preston Williams and Preston, uh, little work up here in Tampa. How do you like working against another team uh, after spending a couple weeks down in Miami beating on each other for a few weeks?
2: Uh, I mean, I like it a lot, you know, it's different, you know, cause you're going against people you really ain't really been against. And then you see different things, you learn different, different techniques. And you know, the good part, we're playing them Friday, so I can learn them a little bit better. You, you've
0: gone through your first uh, NFL training camp. You get to this, where you come out and work against another team. Do you feel the intensity ratchet up as soon as you walk on the field here in Tampa?
2: Definitely, definitely. Um, you know, just coming out here, competing against a whole nother team, it's almost like a scrimmage if you think about it. So, you know, I come out here and just try to, you know, prove myself.
1: You've been proving yourself daily, which is a good thing, you know, in the National Football League. And I know Coach talks a little bit about, you know, Focusing in on that day and then forgetting about it and then trying to stack another day, is that something that you're concentrating on during training camp and now here in Tampa?
2: Yeah, definitely. You know, coach always telling us, you know, just restart our computer, you know. We start the whole database, you know. If you had a good day yesterday, you know, you gotta try to stack and be consistent. If you had a bad day, just snap and clear and just come out here and just ready to work.
1: Now, speaking on that, preseason game number one, you flashed, and you've been flashing all camp, but it's been exciting for Dolphin fans, it's been exciting for all of us to watch you catch the football. What are some of the things you've been working on to keep improving on a daily basis?
2: You know, just every day in the playbook, learning from the vet still, you know what I'm saying? Being corrected on my routes, you know, just trying to be consistent most most of all, you know what I'm saying? That's a big thing, you know, just being consistent, stacking days, so.
0: Preston, you you look like you've been in the league for five, six years, so the way you're going about your business, What's allowed you to have some freedom out there? And it seems like you got no no nervous You're just going out and playing your game. And you know, we, we've seen it from day one going forward. Uh, and, and I know in your mind, you still got a lot of room to, to
2: improve. Well, you know, coach always tell us, you know, stop thinking so much and just go out there and play. Even if you make a mistake, you know, just make it at hundred miles per hour. He's like, all it is really effort. You know, it takes no talent to have effort. So I just come out here, you know, and I'm not thinking about if I, if I might make a mistake, it's more of, you know, I'm trying to do my assignment yeah. and do my job. So,
1: what's the biggest change for you coming from college football now? You know, in the NFL, with technique, is it is it player speed? Is it using your hands? Is it a little bit of everything? What have you noticed that's the biggest difference for you taking that next step?
2: Uh, all around, you know, coming in the league, you know, it's just the game. You got to be more patient. I think, I feel like patience is like really big because you know you, you you move too fast or you try to release too fast, and it, it's basically just just running edges just wall you or whatever. So, you know, you gotta have patience, you know, it's more counter, you know what I'm saying, hand, hand combat, it's, just, it's a lot, you know, but like, you know, the more you work on your craft, you know, the better you'll get at it, so.
0: Preston, you're a guy with, with plenty of talent and, and should have been drafted, you come in as a free agent. Did, did you come in as a free agent with a little chip on your shoulder saying, hey, look, you know, a lot of people passed on me, but, you know, I'm, I'm gonna show some people that uh, that they should have thought twice about what they were doing there.
2: Definitely, definitely, you know, I came here with a chip, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, a lot, a lot. The reason I didn't go, I went undrafted. You know, it had a lot to do with, you know, what I had, not being a professional. You know, just stuff off the field. But you know, I come here every day ready to work. First round undrafted, I'm still gonna come ready to work with the chip. So.
0: You know, you, you talk about talent and, and and the other things that if you don't have the talent, well, you certainly have the talent. And we certainly saw it against the, uh, in the first preseason game, the, the one-handed catch. And, and to me, for a rookie to come out and. Be able to make a catch falling out of bounds, have the wherewithal to keep your toes in line coming from a league where you only had to keep one in, one in the bound. You get the both in. It, it kind of showed me a lot about your maturity and your understanding of where you on the, are on the field and, and what you want to accomplish. And
2: it says a lot for a young guy in this league. Yeah, you know, I got a you know great group of guys around me. Even the coaches, you know, you know they're they're big on details. So you know, I made a one-handed, I made I made a uh, catch in practice. I had one foot in. You know, they they told me they ain't gonna work it here. So you know, <laughs> we're gonna get two feet down. So we practice it every day. We even practice it today. You know, just, just sideline catches, getting the feet down. So you know, once you just practice it, just becomes second nature.
0: We're watching this offense, and it's kind of a work in progress. You got an offensive line that's shuffling around a little bit. You guys are rotating through. You got quarterbacks rotating in and out. Really, the stable position seems to be the running back spot. Other than that, it's it's kind of every is is it. Is that good for you, or, or does that make it a little more different with guys coming and going? Not sure when you're going to get your snaps, and, and, and just being
2: ready when you have to be ready. Uh, I think it's pretty cool, you know. Everybody, you know, get to do different things. Everybody getting put at different spots, seeing your versatility. But you know, when your numbers car, you know, you just want to make the play. So I don't look at it like that, you know. If it's one snap, the whole practice, you know, yeah. making the most of it. If
1: it's 20, make 20 plays. Right. So. <laughs> I know it's only been one day. But this had to be exciting to get to a different city and going up against Tampa Bay. I know you played against Atlanta, but that was just that night. You knew it was coming. Does this excite you guys? Uh, You guys have been building up to this day because you're going up against different techniques, different players.
2: I mean, I like I like this. It's it's really different, you know, coming to practice against another NFL team, more vets. You know, I got to watch Mike Evans, you know, a bit fan. You know what I'm saying? Just study people and just learn from like other teams. I think it's, like, real good for, you know, us, especially, like, the young guys, you know what I'm saying, just to get this experience. So, you know, I'm just attacking every day on. Yeah,
1: you look at yourself, make a play, and you look over in the other field, and you see Mike Evans make a one-handed catch or make a, a catch over the middle. It's got to, like, you're kind of, like, taking it all in, right?
2: Yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's a confidence booster, you know, just watching Mike Evans do it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm watching some of the people I've been looking up to for a long time. I was in high school watching Mike Evans, you know. So you know, I'm here now and I'm just watching it. You know, it's giving me motivation. You know, I'm starting to get up there with them. So
0: you talk about the patience, and, and I, I can assume by what you've gone through from training camp to now, uh, you, you're being patient. But there's got to be some anxiousness. Say, man, I like, I, I like a few more reps coming my way during practice wouldn't be bad. A few more reps coming my way during the game wouldn't be bad. And and, it, and there's got to be a little bit of that for you. Say, come on, put put a little more, put a little more workload on my plate a little bit.
2: Definitely, definitely. You know, I trust the coaches. You know, I yeah. trust what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? So more routes, I'm fine with that. Less rails are still fine with it. A
0: little different than this training camp. I know it's your first training camp, but you know, you know, when you've had an established coaching staff, when you have they, you know, they're kind of set in their ways, this an entirely new coaching staff for the most part. I think there's two coaches back from, from last year. And not only is that is that it's, it's all new, but everyone's new to them. So, you know, they don't have any preconceived notions about the guys that were here. They've known you as long as is they've known the rest of those
2: guys certainly has to level a level of playing field for everybody out here day in and day out. Yeah, you know, Coach say, said, you know, it's, it's, it's equal competition out here. You know, everybody everybody out here coming to work, you know what I'm saying? We're competing at the end of the day, you know. So best man win the job, I'm assuming.
1: Okay, you watch yourself on film. You critique yourself. Where are you, where are you at right now as, as an NFL wide receiver? What are the th- things you like, or what are the things you're trying to keep improving on a daily basis?
2: I'm not there yet, you know what I'm saying? Uh, It's a lot of stuff I can clean up, you know, just to, you know, try to be perfect, you know, just from route running, from catching the ball, you know, from just creating space. So, you know, I've got a long way. Still preseason, week two, so, you know.
1: Well, keep it going, man. You're looking good. You're giving a lot of excitement to fans already in in week one of the preseason. Keep stacking those days together.
2: Thank Thank
0: you. Preston, thanks for stopping by. Always a pleasure. It's a pleasure watching you play so far, Thanks, Preston. Keep rolling it, man. Thank you. All right, bud. All right, John. Uh, good stuff from uh, from Preston, and uh, well, I mean, he certainly is a talk of camp. And, and, and you know, you, you can't you go on and on, and uh, just expect him to go on the same way. We were talking before; we we're talking about that, that meeting room. You know, you think about, yeah, you, know, you kind of go in, and you know, guys, you know, like guys like Hearns and guys like that have been around for a while, and you know, these different guys, and, and they kind of, sure, so you kind of go in and you look at that room. Okay, let me see; they are have probably six wide receivers. I get that guy, that guy, that guy okay I'm in there I'm in there I'm in there I got a chance and then all of a sudden you got some free agent that you know undrafted free agent comes in boom he like moves up to he's moving up to the to the front he row he went from pencil to he, pen yeah, in a little in darn a, in right. a hurry and, and so now all of a sudden you're going oh wait a minute you know my my uh my my smooth move into 53 I better pick it up a little I better, bit better pick up the pace because this young kid is is uh, you know he's grabbing a spot he he's, he's putting a stranglehold on a spot and if he's putting a stranglehold on a spot one of those guys, four, five, six, you know, they may be on the
1: outside looking in. It makes you value every opportunity yep. that you get in practice, in one-on-ones, in individual drill. You have to be so consistent. If you're a guy that you know, you figured, no, oh, I got a, I got a pretty solid chance yep. of making this team." To now, you you add a guy in there. You know, it, well, there's time to time to make or break. You know, for Preston, yep. but right now he's he's leader of the pack, in my opinion. He, he's. Been productive so if you're one of those guys like Isaiah Ford or your or your Hearns or you're, you're somebody else on the roster that you're trying to just see where I fit in if you're Bryce Butler yep. you know how, how do you you know Reese Horn you know, you're trying to figure out where I fit in you got to start counting uh, spots and you better count your chances every time that your toes line up and you're on one-on-ones you better win yep. you better do the right thing use the right technique Find a way to get open, and when it's thrown your way, make sure you catch the football. Because there's other guys that are that are getting on tape, and and they've been flawless. Yeah,
0: you know we've talked about some of the good and bad. The, the other thing I keep looking at that's, you know that this, this begin beginning to be a little bit, concerning, is, is that tight end spot, John. We haven't really seen much, out of the tight ends, whether it's pass receiving. Um, you, know, you see a little blocking on that's it. other thing about Preston. You don't mind no much his head and and No, and all the receivers has done a pretty good job yeah. downfield. Um. But you're you're you know you're you're just that that tight end position just seems to be, you know, a, a non-factor. Again, we I'll go back to we, we we talked about last week. To me, right now, you know the the Nick O'Leary is, is the is the most consistent best tight end they've got. Uh, I thought Pesiki I think Durham, had a I think, good day today. I think, I think Durham Smythe has picked up a little bit, mm-hmm. and 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 Mike is is Mike's <laughs> had his his moments, but. Too few and too far between. I think for for what for
1: where he was projected for to what be. he was
0: projected to be for what I think coaches expect him for what fans expect of him and I pro- I think probably for himself. what he expected of himself. Yeah,
1: I think so. I think you're right, Bo. I don't know. I don't have a good pulse to to, to have an idea have who, who's, a, gonna, right. who's gonna yeah. who's gonna emerge. You know yeah. whether it's gonna be three guys doing one yeah. man's job. Or it's going to be four guys, or how many guys you're going to keep at that position. How much can you give you? Uh, I think Durham Smythe has has an opportunity yep. because of his blocking skills, because he gives you a lot on special teams, and O'Leary does as well. So, uh, you know, and then you've got veterans in there, too, that are, it, it's very tough to gauge when you throw in Mike Kosicki into the bunch. There's not one guy that you say, well, he's head and shoulders above the rest. Maybe it's O'Leary at this point, but it, it's the tight end position has been so. Invisible yep. that you're you're almost guy. Give me anybody yep. right now because we're, the ball's going somewhere yep. else, and that's a bad thing. It is. because defenses are going to think the same thing.
0: You know, I, I, I know that their idea with Mike is to try to get him in situations where he's moving at snap. You know, to, to get him off the line of scrimmage, to get him into mm-hmm. his route, to get him moving up the field. And and there have been a couple times where you know you see him you see him flexed out, giving him some room. And, and still has a, still has trouble separating from a from a defensive back or even a linebacker that, that's covering him out there, and, and that you know that's something that he's got to he's got to figure out. I mean, they're they're putting him in, they're putting him in positions where he should be able to be more effective than he has been. And boy, that that's a light switch that really you know what if it doesn't go off this week uh, on on Friday night, You're running out of days, then, then yeah, I mean you know you got to start turning your attention back to Clyde Walford, to, you know to, to Nick O'Leary. Uh, to Durham Smythe, to, to those guys, yeah, Dwayne Allen. to Dwayne Allen, yeah. to those guys, and say, look, if it's not going to be him, you know, we, we've got to get these guys ready. Now, I, I don't think that, I don't think that uh, that that, you know, well, I, I, I can't say that. I, I was going to say, I don't think that they just, you know, dump him overboard. But, you know, if if, if he doesn't prove, you know, in, in in a pretty good
1: st- steps, I, you know, I, I think he's. You know, I think he's counting numbers there. I think one, last week. one of the positive things that I saw last week, at least they set him out as a wideout. They yeah. threw him a slant. They got him involved. Let, let's look for that this week in Tampa. Yeah. Let, let's look for the opportunities of maybe it's a pick and he's getting the ball in the flat. Maybe he's outside and he gets a fade route in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Let's see if they dial up some opportunities yeah. for him because that and, might and, tell and, and you, and, you something of how John, they're thinking. If, if
0: they can do that and, and he can make some plays, Maybe he starts believing himself a little yeah. more. Maybe he gets his body language changes a little bit. Maybe he goes, his okay, okay Here we go. Bit, yeah. Here we go. Yeah, I've, I've got it because you know I, I just see a guy. I just kind of see a guy that looks looks lost out there. And and, and look, he's a good kid. I, I don't doubt his work ethic. I mean, he comes to comes to work all the time and, and to drive. But well, it's just it's 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 something that's uh, that's out there now. Now you know that's a rookie from last year. Uh, the other kid, it's it's funny. We we don't, we don't talk about Christian Christian Wilkins, No. You know, the, the Dolphins' first pick. I mean, and and here's a guy that's been there every day, done everything. And let me tell you what, it's we're, not, a we're, man not, we're not we're not we're not we're not, not talking about him. Not because he's playing well. Because I just watched I watched him about five plays in a row in in the game last week, and boy, he is just picking guys up and moving them in the backfield. You know, and, and, and as a defensive tackle, you know, you want him to get him upfield. And, and, you know, his, his thing is, you know, get this level is now just to, to disengage a little bit and make some plays. But, what I tell you, he's, he's, a, he's a beast out there. It's funny because Michael Dieter, you know, Michael Dieter, when he first time he lined up against Sue, he said he, he jumped off sides, he was a little anxious. You know, he kind of jumped off. He should off have waited sides. for a Dominican. He would have exa- jumped off. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So If you're gonna jump offside, don't jump off against that guy. No, he's, he's gonna jump he's off. He's gonna five, give you five jump yards. jump off right five away. times a game anyway. You know, let, let him do it. But but it was funny because they talked to him after the game. He said, "Yeah, you know." I, he says, yeah, "I know this is the NFL, but I." He's like, to walk into line of scrimmage. I line up. I look off and he goes, There's a Dominican Sue.'" And he goes, whoa, I didn't expect that.
1: <laughs> Maybe I, I got a little bit more than I bargained for. Yeah,
0: so." But he and Tussle both kind of. Kind of jumped offside. First play, a little excitement and everything, but uh, yeah. But but uh, but Christian Wilkins, uh, boy, you know, it, it, like I said, we haven't talked about him much, um, but he's a defensive tackle and he's not making those plays. It's easy to talk about Preston Williams because he's making well plays in front of everybody because you follow, cause the, you follow ball. the ball. But if you start, if you start, you know, you want to take a look at something this week uh, when they play the Bucks on Friday. You know, watch him. Just watch him, and, and, and just keep your eye on him, and see just see where he goes, see how he moves the ball, see what he does. You know, you know the worst thing for a running, especially with a run, for a running game, is when you've got a guy that's getting two yards in your backfield, you're handing the ball off, and all of a sudden that 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 play that's designed to kind of go off guard, now it kind of becomes a little bit of a bubble bounce that's right. to get outside of that, and,
1: and then you're in no man's land. You know, one of the things I noticed watching the tape back against the Atlanta Falcons uh, was Wilkins, his ability to. Kind of get in the backfield yep. and win immediately, but then locate the football yep. and run laterally to get involved in the tackle. Yep. You know, the, he, maybe it's two or three yards down the field, maybe it's a yard down the field, but he's actually active. Yeah. He's a willing participant he, to get around the football, and he's not trailing from behind. No, he's taking the angle. He, right, he's
0: taking the angle to where he's going bise, he's gonna, he's he's gonna to gonna, gonna bisect him at that point yeah. and, and be able to make a point Shortest, on, shortest lot, point. A lot right? of, but you know, but John, so you, you know, you, it, it make you know, it, it seems to be. Common sense, if you're a football player, but I've seen plenty of guys where you know they, they hit a guy and then they jump behind him, you know, like like they're drafting behind him, and right. you're not gonna make any plays there. No. You're, you're behind the play, the plays Eddie, and next thing you know, but you know, here's another young guy that that, that that's on this football team that certainly knows what he's doing and. Uh, he was a starter, I think, from day one. He, I don't think you know to. to I think they're going to take take dynamite to get him out <laughs> of that spot because I think he's locked in. The, the other guy on that defensive front, we, you know, it's one of the things we talked about during the year, and we talked with you know Coach Flores about it a little bit, is you know where do you get your pass rush? Where yeah. where where is it? You, know, you don't have that traditional defensive end. You don't have Jason Taylor. You you, you don't you don't Cam You, Wake's you don't have Cam Wake. He's gone. You don't have that kind of guy on this team. Where do you get them? And and so it's been a concern. To me, one of the pleasant surprises that I've seen so far has been Tank Carradine. You know, Tank is a a big guy. Uh, He can line up that defensive end position. I don't think he's a speed burning pass rusher, he's a physical, strong guy that can make things happen. So, you know, when you you start kind of going through the different areas uh, the front four, you know, linebackers, secondary, you know, you know, A lot of questions about that, that front, and I think Tank has kind of been one of those guys that's, you know, he, he's kind of floating up the, uh, he's done a nice floating job. Up the depth charts there. He's yeah.
1: done a really nice job. Nate Orchard, I thought, had yes. a pretty good game uh, last week against the Falcons. You know, later in the game, Dwayne Hask- uh, Hendricks yeah. did a good job uh, of finding the quarterback, albeit, you know, with the backups in the game. Yeah. But you still got to win. You still got to put it on tape. And, and maybe you get an opportunity to play a little bit earlier uh, in the Tampa Bay game. So there's a lot of good things that are happening. I just, need to, I just don't know if there's a guy on the edge without yep. bringing secondary pressure that's going to threaten yep. a, a tackle that you have to bring in, you know, bring a tight end to your side yep. to widen you out or chip against you. You know, yeah, that that, I, I that gives offenses I, you know, a yeah. lot of freedom when you can just go five on, you know, five yeah. on five and kind of block big yeah, on big. I,
0: I, I just don't know, John, that I, I think this may be a year unless they make some personnel moves or something changes, that you just don't have that guy. You know, mm-hmm. Charles Harris, they've been, you know, giving him the opportunity and, and he hasn't flashed. He hasn't given you, you know, that you're not seeing that jump that you're expecting out of him. You know, he, he's a tough guy, he's a strong guy. Um, but, but he's, he's got to figure out some way to, to, to get around the corner and get there. Uh, uh, all that that being said, you know I think this team right now it's a scheme defense that that's going to get them their pressure. Whether it's whether it's linebackers coming inside outside, whether it's Jerome Baker, whether it's Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, you know whether Bobby McKay, whoever it is, yeah. Kiko. Uh, but you know and, and, and you know you, you the, the, the this may be a season where you get your 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 sack leader comes from the inside instead of the outside. Yeah, you, you know, instead of a defensive end, you maybe got, you know, maybe it's uh, maybe it's one of the defensive tackles. Maybe it's Christian Wilkins. Maybe, I don't know who, but, you know, it could be one of your line. your linebackers. Could, you know, I remember one year when, well, one of my years, first year in the league, first couple years in league, A.J. came in and, uh, you know, we were both playing linebacker, a little linebacker, and, and we were both leading sackers on the team mm-hmm. for that, that year. But just it just so happened to be that's the case. And it, it may be a situation this year where you know you look at the end of the year and you're leading you're leading sack guys maybe maybe coming from that interior of the uh, of the of that of the front
1: seven. Well, if, if you don't find it and you don't create a little bit of havoc up front, it sure does put a lot of Ooh. pressure on the back end of your yeah. defense. And and there was a lot of pressure there early in that game last week. I thought, you know, Nick Needham struggled as a rookie. Yeah. You know, he struggled on the edge of the defense, played better as the game went along. But this week, I think, we're gonna get to see a little bit more Eric Rowe mm-hmm. uh, play in the cornerback spot. Is, is he the answer? There's a, big, there's a lot of question marks on this football team, naturally, because of the youth on this roster but I think on the defense you know you you hit on two spots can you create pressure on the edge of this defense and if you can't do it by committee and you don't get it done boy who's gonna hold up opposite X because we saw against Tampa Bay in one practice you know you go away from Xavier Howard and you start feeling pretty good then you kinda go towards him and and he comes up with a couple interceptions you know so I, I thought that that was a telling you know, trait of this football team early yeah. is that well, you better find somebody that's going to have some resistance well, opposite X because if not, as a quarterback or as a play caller, as a coordinator, I know where I want to go with the yeah, football. yeah. No,
0: no doubt about it. And, and you know, you don't want to be that, you know, you you don't want to be that uh, that, that, that guy. You want to be that wounded al- that antelope <laughs> in the Serengeti. You know, running around with all the lions yeah. chasing chasing people. A lot around. of prides going to turn down. A lot of down. people because they, 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 gonna run, they gonna they're going to run they're going to run X ways. They're going to they're going to go the other way and. I'm thinking about that but yeah you that that you know whoever that is and you know right right now I think Eric Rowe looks like the guy that, that would be the the best uh, best outside guy at, at this point the most experienced sure. out there but but if he ends up whoever ends up whoever that guy is you know you, you better put your big boy pants on because boy you're going to see a lot of footballs coming your way you're going to be tested in a lot of different ways and not only in coverage because you're going to run down the field and you're going to have to come turn around and come back and make some That's make some right. plays uh, tackling the uh, you know tackling yeah, you know, running back. By the line of scrimmage, uh, you, you have a lot of work to do. And that's gonna that's gonna be a that is gonna be that that may be one of the, besides quarterback, that may be this year one of the more, more difficult positions on this team, that corner opposite X, because boy, you are gonna be a busy, busy guy.
1: Yeah, if you've got a, a, a two, three or four on your jersey that precedes another number, you're gonna have a chance to, to win it. And you're going to get a lot of opportunity. And, and I think that, you know, there are guys, you know, Jamal Wiltz is a yeah. guy who's been playing a little bit of that nickel or, or, or dime when they when they get into that type of coverage. You know, Jalen Davis has an opportunity. Uh, I think Cornell Armstrong has an opportunity mm-hmm. to, to be involved and, and, and have a chance to, to do some things. So there's a lot of guys that are standing in line. You just need somebody to start Making plays like like you see Preston Williams on the yeah. offensive side. You need one of those young unsung rookies that to kind of make a couple plays in practice to get known, and then when when the game lights come on, can he get a hand on a football? Can he tackle in space? Can he do the things necessary to keep him on the field? Yeah, no doubt about it.
0: Hey, you know, this is going to be a good test uh, Friday night. We still got uh, another practice coming up against these guys, and um, you know the one thing the one thing about it, you would think with Bruce Arians out there that they'd be a little bit a little bit of uh, A little bit of fireworks in that practice field, you know, because he's a little bit of, he he doesn't mind throwing guys under the bus. And you got guys like Googs out there that are, they're kind of, you know, making their noise. And, you know, our defensive line coach likes to talk a little bit. So, um, you know, things may heat up tomorrow in practice, but this is a a good, this is going to be a good, but these practices in this game week are going to be really, really good, good work for this football team. and, And it's nice to see guys taking that challenge, taking a step up. But as we expected with this team, there are going to be some guys that just that, that you know just can't quite keep up with that pack, and, and therein lies the the rub on this team as to just how good they can be. Well, how you're, you're only going to f- be as good as your weakest link. That's, That's right. How, it's an old cliche, but this may be as cliche of a team as you as you want to as you can with with. that comment with that comment the
1: good thing about about having that preseason game and then coming over and practicing two days against the bucks before you play your second game you kind of set the bar in that first game you know everybody gets to watch that tape and if you've got thin skin don't go into those meeting rooms because there's going to be a lot of corrections that need to be made now where do you go from there i think that's what this team and this coaching staff most importantly has to kind of go out and work on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, to get ready for that second preseason game on Friday. You set the bar wherever it is against the Atlanta Falcons. Who can rise it? Who yeah. who, who, who can raise that level of play? Who who can elevate their game to where you're getting talked about yeah. a little bit more in a positive light, and you're getting closer to maybe you know challenging for a starting spot at defensive end, mm-hmm. at at corner, opposite X, at wideout, at guard, offensive guard. You know, at the rotation and that tackle spot. There's a lot of things that were set against the Falcons. Who's going to be able to elevate? Who's going to be able to raise their game? So when you look at the tape, so when we look at the tape on Saturday, you kind of go, you know what, didn't know that guy played that well. He played better than he did against the Falcons. You know, he's improving, or you get to see who's going to play a lot as they move along in the preseason after game number two.
0: Yeah, yeah, so it's a continuation. Good work though. Uh, early on here in Tampa, expected to go through to tomorrow and on through uh, the game on, on Friday. Another big test for the Dolphins, and so uh, it, it's going to be uh, still got another another couple of, uh, of good days here. So uh, we'll, we'll be back next week, and uh, we'll have the aftermath of the the game against the Bucks. We'll start looking forward for the uh, the, the third game the Jags. with the Jaguars right. coming down, and uh, you know that there that's you know that's the that's the that's the, the that's the telltale game normally. <laughs> Game four might be his telltale, yeah, too. You're game right. F- maybe a lot of guys that normally wouldn't play on, on game four, playing a lot on game four, especially in that offensive line, some of the guys in the, on the defensive line, this and that, so we'll see. But... This is going to be a, you know, you know,
1: it'll be it's interesting. Going to be, it's going to be hey, very interesting. I think the first three games for this football team share equal weight. I don't yeah. know if that third one you circle, you might it might be, it might tell that way, it might yeah. play out that way after Tampa Bay. But these first three games, everybody's getting in, and we got to see where we're at as yeah, a football team. No doubt.
0: For John Kajami, I'm Kimbo Camper. Uh, I'm glad you guys are uh, tuning in and downloading the uh, the podcast, and uh, we'll be back with you next week for more on the Audible.